You're now listening to the Alive Youth Podcast. Uncle, I need in a friend. Just come for a run with me and have some coffee. Any coffee lovers here? <laughs> There's heaps of coffee lovers. What about Red Bull lovers? Oh, jeez. All right. Oh, shivers. I suppose you can't like be drinking lattes at school, but you can like smash some Red Bull. I know Pastor Earl's a Red Bull fan. But uh, the team, you guys have an incredible uh, team that is doing the put on tonight for you guys. Give them a hand. The team is incredible. Uh, they're so good. Who loves your team? Who loves the leaders here? They're awesome. They're good. Hey, uh, I heard uh, that you guys just go absolutely off, and tonight I've been up the back, and you guys were just pumping. It was awesome just seeing how you guys like worshiping and going nuts. I'm pretty sure someone broke the sound system down the front here. Whoever was down here probably broke it. I'm going to blame you, but um, hey, I'm, it's good to be here. I'm super excited to be here and uh, just talk to you guys for a moment, talk to you guys for a little bit. Is anyone new here tonight? Like, I mean, I know people put their hands up before. Awesome. Hey, I'm new too, so like, welcome. Uh, I feel just as new as you are. But it's good to have you here. It's, uh, is there any BCC representatives in the house? Yes. I went to BCC. I went to Palmont Christian College. Like, uh, Mr. Tidy, like, okay, I don't want to go through all the teachers, but... Um, because, uh, look, I didn't get along with some of them. Um, Mr. Bowman didn't get along. Oh, oh, no love for Mr. Bowman. He's gone. Oh, yeah, good. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's out of there. No, I'm just joking. We've got to honour our teachers. got to respect our teachers. Mr. Bowman didn't like me, though. With his, I was probably ripping him off with his little patch. But, uh... What are, what are some other schools here? Like, yell out, like, represent. What other schools? St. Philly? Hunter Christian? Jasmine's? Any more? St. Phillips? All right, cool. Sounds like BCC is the biggest, uh, the biggest crew here, which is awesome. awesome. Hey, uh, I heard you guys have been in a series about influence. And uh, I'm just going to kind of like, I know it was finished last week, but I'm just going to kind of tail on the end and just like add a little bit to this thing called Influence. And I've heard that you guys have been enjoying the Influence series. Have you been enjoying the Influence series? Yeah, yeah, not really. Tonight's, tonight's message, I don't know if you guys like bring your Bibles or you bring your notepads or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just log it in your brain. Uh, tonight's message is called Influence or Be Influenced. So write it down. I mean, carve it in your arm. I don't know how you're going to remember it, but just do anything to remember it. Influence or be influenced. And the the definition, which you probably already know because these guys have been talking about it, of influence is the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of something or someone. We know what influence is. I mean, we all... Who, who loves YouTube? Who follows like some influencers? We know how there's like social media influencers. Got one at the back. I'm a big, I don't even watch normal TV. Does anyone else watch YouTube? Like I watch YouTube all the time and Instagram. There's guys called influencers. We know there's guys called influencers and they influence our world and they get paid for it. They get paid the big bucks to influence our world. But tonight I just want to quickly share with you guys a story and a moment in the Bible about the original influencer. And the original influencer is God. 
They're like, what? God is invisible. What do you mean? There's no social media. God can't be on social media. No, I'm talking about God was the original influencer. And the epic story where God first influenced the world was in creation. And I've got a quick, quick little scripture to share with you. Because in Genesis, if you've ever read the Bible, if you just start at the front, that's where you start at the story. So you've got to get a picture of God. And He starts to create the planet. He starts to create the world. And it actually says in the first, the very first lines of the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It says the earth was formless and empty. It's like a blank canvas. It was just nothing. And it says, Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God spoke with His words. He said, Let there be light. And He began to create. And he created fish and animals and the water and the mountains. He created everything that we see now, everything that we enjoy right now on the planet, all the natural stuff, including us, God created. It said, you know, as, as it goes on, it said, God created mankind in his own image, which is wild. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. And God created, he influenced the word, the world with his words. And so tonight, I just got a quick story. But before we do, I just want to quickly pray. Lord, I thank you for uh, tonight. I thank you for everyone here. I thank you for having an awesome moment together. And I pray we just leave change in your mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, who, who here considers himself a bit of an influencer? Oh. <laughs> Pastor Earl, yes. Anyone here, like, you, who, who considers them kind of the leader of their group? Like the funny guy is usually the influencer. Yeah, some, some hands, like, yeah, you know who you are. You know who you are. You, you know you're the influencer. But I, I, I'm not, Morgan, more, so I hear Morgan getting yelled at over there. I've got, I got a bit of a story in my own life. I wouldn't consider myself, in school, I wouldn't have considered myself like the funny guy. Well, I was just kind of like the normal guy, just like friends with everyone. I wasn't in any particular group. I was just floating. And, uh, and I used to play soccer, and, uh, and I wasn't very good. So I was just kind of like normal. I was a bit bland. But this one time, I was influenced by my soccer team to do something stupid. Who's ever been influenced to do something stupid? I mean, everyone's got to put their hands up. If you haven't, if you haven't been influenced to do something stupid, you probably will be sooner or later. I'm telling you. Friends make you do the craziest stuff. It's just what happens. And so I'm in this I'm in this soccer team and we were the worst soccer team. I mean I wasn't even I wasn't good. I was alright. This was the worst soccer team in the whole league. We were in G grade or something. G grade? At the end of the year when we lost every game. We lost every single game. Our coach said to us, We're sorry, you were in a grade too high. And we're like, what? And he's like, there was just no other teams in lower grades. That's why we just had to play in G grade. I'm like, oh, my God. And I quit. That's when I quit soccer, actually. But we had a completely dysfunctional team. Like, I mean, we all hated each other. Had a couple of, like, the team, like, had teams in the team that, like, fought each other. Like, I mean, before a game, we are kicking goals, you know, feeling awesome, just popping them in, popping in the goals. And uh, we start talking trash. You know how you meant to talk trash to the other team? We just start talking trash to each other. No joke. There's this one guy he misses, or I miss, or something like that. He's like, oh, good shot. And then, and then he has a shot, he misses, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, good one, mate. 
And no joke, he's my teammate. He's meant to be my friend. He's meant to be on my side, comes up and just, I'm like, what? And then just punches me straight in the face. I'm like, I didn't know how to react. I was just stunned like a stunned mother. I'm just standing there and he just punches me straight in the, ooh, dysfunctional. This is the worst team. We just hated each other. But there was this one kid who was actually the coach's son, right? And no one liked the coach's son. Like, it was really, this guy was a bit annoying. He was a bit of a jerk. So, like, he kind of, kind of deserved it. I mean, I'm not saying go treat people badly. But he was so annoying. And I don't think his dad even liked him. I mean, poor, <laughs> poor guy. But I, I, I mean, I was on the side with the other guys, like, yeah, this guy, coach's son, what a loser, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, and I did something I wasn't proud of. I was influenced by my friends to do something I wasn't proud of. And I'm going to share a quick story, but I just ask you not to judge me. This isn't a reflection of my true character. It might have been at the time, but uh, it's not who I am now, all right? So uh, we we're playing, we we're, we're training one time, and this guy was just annoying me up in my face, just always, he had like glasses on, you know, like he was just kind of whiny, and uh, he was a ranger. I don't know if that means anything, if that helps you. Like, I love rangers. Rangers, yes, no, you're awesome. I know nothing against rangers. I don't. I mean, I think I shouldn't even say the word ranger, right? But it's cool. You like it? That's all right. Cool. And he's just like saying stuff to people just to annoy them. And this, I had this courage build up in me. I was just like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something. And I'm like, I knew all my mates would love it. So I'm like being influenced, peer pressure. He's up in my face, and I'm standing there, and I'm just like, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. This guy. And this thought comes into my mind, and I just start hocking up this huge golly. Like, I don't know what come over me. I was just peer pressure. I don't know. I just wanted to be, I just wanted to do something to this guy, and I hock up this golly, and I spat it straight onto his face. Like, I mean, point blank, he's here, just going off, and I just went, whoa, bam. And I mean, it hit his head and his glasses, and it like dribbled down behind it. And that wasn't it. I just felt so pumped up. I was just like so excited that I just, I don't know, spat on this guy's face. Like, what was I even doing? That's, there's no respect in that. Like, geez. And I was just so pumped. I thought I was so tough. And I pointed, I said, yeah, yeah, go feed your family with that. I, yeah, disgusting behavior, right? But I was influenced. I was just like, I felt the pressure of my friends. Like, don't judge me. I feel in judgment. I, like, I feel people going, oh, who are you, man? What are you doing? That's horrible, right? There's no respect in that. I was young, right? Let's leave that in the past. But we're all influenced to do crazy stuff sometimes. And we've been talking about influence, and I think one of the most important things in our life is to realize what influences us. What influences us? We know our friends influence us. We know uh, media influence us. We know the things we watch, the things we listen to. Whether good or bad, we have to realize that we live in a world that is influencing us, that we're made up of, that we're kind of a creation of the things in our world that has influenced our life, the things that we believe, the things we like and don't like, you know, social media influences, what, it, and a lot of it is towards... To, to make us buy a particular thing, but we are influenced. But here in the beginning, we see God first influenced. And there's actually, who knows the story of creation and the fall? Kind of. 
So we know that it was all good. God created man. God created women. God created everything. And then what happened? Adam and Eve kind of stuffed it up. God said, don't eat of the apple on the tree. Don't eat of the fruit of the tree of good and knowledge of evil. I think I got that right. And, uh, and we see that Eve, and in this moment, there was a character introduced called the serpent or the devil or the, the evil guy. And he begins to speak to Eve. And he says, it says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the other wild animals the Lord God made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from the tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did not say, but God did say you must not eat of this fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. And the, and the serpent said, You will not certainly die. This guy's like influencing galore right now. So Eve's not being influenced by God in this moment. She's not listening to what God said. She started to listen to what the serpent or the devil or the enemy had to say. And we've got to understand that God is for us. God is good. God created us. God created everything for good. His plan, he's not a grumpy guy in the sky that hates you and wants you to just do everything right. No, no. He is a God that actually cares for your life, that has a plan for your life, that has, that has his design. The Bible actually says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That God knows every single hair. He can count it on the top of your head. It says that the thoughts towards you, that God's thoughts towards you are greater than the, the, the granules of sand on the shoreline. That's how much God knows you. God actually knows you more than you know yourself because God created you and God planned for you. You are not an accident. You are not just here because some amoebas evolved and all this kind of stuff. No, God planned and created for your life. And we have to understand that God is for our life, but there is, a, there is an enemy that is against our life. And he wants to destroy us and he wants to influence us and tear us down because he hates the fact that God is for us. And we see here he's talking to the woman. He says, and, she, and she, he begins to kind of sow doubt in her mind that God is good. And he says, you will not certainly die. The serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of the fruit, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. But they were already like God because God said, I created mankind in my own image. In the likeness of God, I created them. And the greatest influence in our life is still that devil, still that serpent, still that the evil one that wants to destroy our life. He might speak through a, a numerous amount of things, but he make no doubt about it, there is an enemy that wants to ruin our lives because he doesn't like the fact that God has a plan for your life. And in this moment, Adam and Eve, actually, they, they were meant to subdue and like take dominion and influence the whole world for the good of God. And in the moment when they stuffed up, they ruined that. But we know that in the end, Jesus came and restored it so that we all here now have the power to influence our world for good. But I just want to talk about that voice, that influencing voice. What are you influenced by? We're all called to be influencers for God. But a lot of the time, there's a voice in our ear that is a louder voice than anything else, than TV, than whatever it is that is influencing us. And most of the time, we think it's our own voice. 
It's that voice that might say, you're not good enough. You know, when you go to sleep at night and the, the thoughts running through your mind, you don't look good enough, you're not cool enough, all these kind of thoughts that keep you awake and keep you insecure, and they're influencing your world, trying to tear you down. And I'd like to say that it's because the enemy is trying to destroy your life. The Bible says that there's life and death in the power of the tongue. In words, just like God created the heavens and the earth with his words, the enemy actually has no power over our life. But what he wants us to do is he wants us to destroy our own life with our own words. So he starts to whisper these things to us. You're no good. You're never going to do anything. You're a mistake. You got no. What's the point of life? And he's hoping that you'd start to believe those thoughts and speak them over your own world. But I'm here tonight to say that God says something different, and you need to start forgetting about the enemy's voice. And when those voices and those thoughts and the, whatever people might say start to come into your head, you need to say, "No, no, 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 no. That's not my thoughts. They're thoughts trying to destroy me and tear me down. What are God's thoughts?" Are you going to, who are you going to be influenced by? Are you going to be influenced by your thoughts or the enemy's thoughts or the world's thoughts? Or are you going to be influenced by God's thoughts? Because it says His plans and His thoughts towards you that are good, uh, uh, you cannot count them. And so I'm here to say tonight, be influenced by God because He has a plan for your life. He has a purpose for your life, and the devil knows it, and he doesn't like it, so we need to ignore his voice, and we need to learn the voice of God that is louder and greater and more powerful than any other voice that we will let into our life. And it comes in form of the Bible. It comes in form of coming here and hearing from your leaders and the messages here. But I, the biggest message that God put in my heart for you guys tonight is that you have a purpose and you have a plan. And for that plan and that purpose to kind of be outworked and for you to start walking in that purpose and that plan is for you to start to listen to the voice of God because His voice is the greatest influencing voice that you'll ever hear in your life. When you start to feel discouraged, put some worship on and start to hear God's thoughts about you. Open up your Bible and start to hear God's thoughts about you. Start to realize that God is for you. The Bible said if God God is for you. Who can be against you? You need to wake up in the morning and put some confidence on and go, God is for me. There might be a whole heap of other things that are against me, but God is for me, and I'm not going to be defeated today. I'm not going to let thoughts of the enemy defeat me or tear me down today because I'm going to believe what God says about me. So we know that Adam and Eve were influenced by the enemy, and they kind of plunged everyone into sin, and that's why we're sinful, broken human people. We do stupid stuff. But luckily, God had a greater plan, and He sent Jesus. And Jesus came as the perfect human to take our place, because sin or our wrongdoing had to be paid for. And the reason is, is because God so loves us that He wants to be with us. He wants to talk to us. He wants to be in our life. And so He had to send His Son, Jesus. And Jesus came as a perfect sacrifice to die on the cross for our sins. You're like, what are sins? <laughs> The stuff that we like just do stupid stuff, that's our sins. And sin actually separates us from God. 
Sin separates us from God, so we can't hear His voice. So we can't be influenced by Him. So we're we're separated from God, but God sent His Son so we could become close to God again. And 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 He says, you don't have to be perfect to come close to me now. Because Jesus went to the cross. He said, you can come close to me because Jesus went to the cross. You don't have to be perfect to come to me anymore. You don't have to be perfect to hear my voice. He said, because Jesus made a way. Jesus paid the price for you. And you're like, but what if I stuff up again? Well, the good news is Jesus paid for all the stupid stuff that you have done. Right? So you're probably sitting here thinking, man, but I've done this, I've done this, I'm this. All this stuff has happened to me. It's been dealt with. And God looks at you and He smiles. He says, I want to talk to you. I want to be with you. I want to help you in life. I want to bless you. I want good things for your world. Will you accept what I did for you by sending my son Jesus to die on the cross? So He forgives our past sin. And you might be thinking, I'm doing some stupid stuff right now that I haven't stopped, that I'm still doing. Good news is He's forgiven that sin right now too. He's forgiven it all. You're thinking, what about all the stupid stuff I'm probably going to do in the future? I'm not going to be perfect. I'm going to, I'm going to do heaps of dumb stuff in the future, like spit on people's faces and, uh, and, uh, and get, you know, punch my soccer mates in the face, whatever. Don't do that. So I'm going to do stupid stuff in the future. God's like, it's cool. I covered it all. I covered it all when I sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. He says, it's all covered. He says, my main goal is that you would hear my voice and that you would come close and be in my world. He says, I paid it all. It's kind of like when you go to the canteen and someone already paid for your pie. Jesus has done it. He's paid for your lunch. He's paid for your recess, whatever else you have. He's paid for it. Jesus has done it all. Can we just have the band up? Is that all right? We're going to finish with a song. Is that cool? The greatest influencing voice you'll ever hear is the voice of God. I'm finishing up in a sec. And I want to make a moment for you to respond to His voice, to His influencing voice. Because we live in a world that's kind of crazy and chaotic. And people are running around not knowing what to do with their life. But there's the author of life. God who has the plan for your life and he says it's here right now for you to take and I just want to create a moment for people to go yeah God I believe that I don't get it all some of it weirds me out it's my first time here and I don't understand what people are doing and talk about Jesus and raising their hands I don't get it whatever but just trust me God has a plan for your life it's good. He says, hey, if you'll come to me, I'll take care of your sin. I'll deal with that. But the bigger question is, will you, will you come and listen? Will you join this journey of life with me? Because I've got good things for you. And some of us have been through, some of us here have been through hell. Been through, your parents have been through divorce and breakups had lots of you've had family problems all kinds of things i in a room this size people have been through some stuff people have are going through some stuff right now and god is here to say will you be influenced by me because i can heal you i can be your comfort just come to me come come be in my presence i created you i know what you need is what god's saying 
Don't listen to those other voices. Turn your head and go, no. Because God wants to lift you up. God wants to put faith and courage in you. He wants to comfort you and heal you. He is the the person you can go to when there's no one else to go to. He is the one that you can get joy from. He is the one you can get peace from. There's someone here tonight, I just got a sense that you find it hard to sleep because you've got stuff going on in your mind. You can't sleep. I just believe God's, you're going to have the greatest sleep, sleep of your night tonight. You're going to have the greatest sleep of your night tonight. Hey, I just want everyone to stand up in a moment because we're just going to create a moment for everyone to respond to God. So let's stand up. Let's stand up right now. Because God is real and His presence is here. He's in the fun. He's in the slow keyboard music. He's in it all. And uh, if you're here tonight and you're saying, oh, hey, I want to say yes to God. I want to hear His voice. I want to follow His ways. What you said about Jesus going to the cross and dying for my sin and being right. He rose again on the third day, by the way. He didn't stay dead. He rose again and He's alive up in heaven with God right now. But the Holy Spirit is here. And that sounds all confusing. But I just want us to close our eyes for a moment. And I just want you to feel the presence of God. What's that? It's that feeling of peace and comfort. It's that feeling that says, it's going to be all right. That's God. have some tears rolling down your eyes. They're good tears though. It's just, it's just God saying, hey, I got it. I'm here. I know what you're going through. He sees what you're going through. And so firstly, if you're here tonight and you've never received Jesus, if you've never said yes to following him and his plan for your life, and you're saying, hey, I want to follow that. If that's you tonight, I just want to see you just raise your hand with all the eyes closed. I don't want to embarrass you or anything. If that's you tonight and you're just saying, look, I don't get it all, but I want to follow Jesus. At a count of three, it's going to get you to put up your hand. One, he's got a plan for your life. Two, he's a good God. Three, he loves you with all of his heart. It's a true love, a real love. If that's you this tonight, just put up your hand to say, yeah, that's me, Simo. I want to follow Jesus. Yeah, I saw it. So much courage. Awesome. I've seen a couple of hands going up around here tonight. See God touching people. Yeah, I see that hand. Yeah, I see that hand. Awesome. Come on, I don't want anyone to... If your heart is beating faster than it's ever been before, it's God probably just knocking on your heart. Hey, let me in. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. If that's you, just raise your hand. Hey, if I could be so bold, could I ask you to come down the front? I want to pray for you. There's a few hands, and we want to cheer you on because there's a lot of people here tonight that has made that same decision, and they are here for you, and they're standing with you, and there's no embarrassment or shame. And so if that's you tonight and you feel confident enough to come down the front, if you don't, that's fine. We could talk afterwards. But if you want to come down the front and just say, yeah, that was me, I just want everyone to give them a hand. Hey, if that's you, I'd love you to come down the front and I'd love to just pray for you. 
Maybe turn to your friend and say, did you put up your hands? Come down the front with them if that was them. It's okay if you, if you don't want to. That's cool. We can talk afterwards. I just want to pray. And if that was you, where there's actually a team here tonight that just want to like give you a Bible and, and tell you a few things and answer any questions that you might have about Jesus. And uh, they're going to be up at that door at the back of the room. So if you want to go and meet them and say hello to them, I think it's Shanae. Yeah, Shanae's up the back. If you made that decision tonight, because I saw some hands, please don't leave without seeing Shanae. But I just want to pray. Is that cool? Let's pray. God, we thank you that you're awesome. We thank you that you are greater than anything. And God, we thank you that your voice should be the voice that influences our life more than any other voice. And God, here tonight, we say yes to your plan. We say yes to your voice. We reject the voice of the enemy and culture and uh, friends that are tearing us down or people that are tearing us down. We say yes to you and your voice, God. And I pray that we would hear it clearer than we've ever heard it before, Father God. In your mighty name, amen. Hey, let's give God a hand here tonight. That was the Alive Youth Podcast. To find out more, visit us at aliveyouth.com.au or follow us on Instagram at aliveyouth.com.au.